6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Plus right now, you know, we've been talking about it. We've been expecting it, but it didn't happen today. You know, we were talking um, and, and thinking that those interest rates would be increased today. But no, the Bank of Canada saying it's keeping its key interest rate steady. And that's surprising some economists who thought the central bank would start hiking rates today in the face of soaring inflation. And in the face of inflation, curious to know what you're doing to save money. What tricks do you have to save cash right now? Maybe you throw all of your change into a jar. Maybe you're doing something else. I'd love to know what you're doing to save cash. Let me know. So as it stands, the central bank's overnight rate remains at 0.25%. That's the rate it adopted in the early days of the pandemic. Now, while it's staying there for a while, the Bank of Canada is warning it's not going to be there much longer, we, that, saying that a, a rate hike very likely in March. So what does that mean for you? What does that mean for everyday Albertans? Let's find out with Faisal Carmali, who's a senior wealth advisor at CIBC Wood Gundy. Of course, you know him from uh, the business reports on 770 CHQR. Hey, Faisal, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Really good, thank you. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Uh, Were you surprised by this move, by holding steady for right now? Yeah, I wasn't surprised, although a lot of my peers were, and the reason for that is where we are in this pandemic. There are still provinces like Ontario and Quebec who haven't fully opened up yet or are releasing some of their restrictions come the end of the month. And it's very difficult and challenging for the, the central bank here in Canada to raise interest rates at a time like that because you're going to try to slow down the economy in a time that will be damaging. And we're already seeing some of the impacts by them not uh, doing anything, but they're also seeing damages by them trying to scare the market in doing something. And part of that is causing more people to buy homes quicker, maybe even mm. looking at different ways of financing and so forth. So the challenge is out there, but it's it's going to be a slow move and most likely it's going to happen in March unless this, this new variant continues on and we have to have further lockdowns or restrictions. So one of the reasons that there was talk about um, an increase in that interest rate was to help tamp down inflation rates. So what does this do for inflation rates? Yeah, that's a great question. So what the central bank came out and said today was that they are expecting now we are removing the slack in the economy. So we're pretty much at full capacity in the economy as best as we can. One of the best indicators is all the jobs that have recovered since Mm -hmm. the start of this pandemic. The the other part of this is that because we can't raise interest rates right away and aggressively, we're going to expect inflation to be a little bit hotter than expected. So normally we would expect in the range around 2%. uh, The central bank has come out and said 3% would probably be the, the number for the foreseeable future, which probably means the rest of this year, and then we'll start to taper it down. Now, there's a couple of factors that they didn't really get too much details in. One was a supply chain issue. Mm. It is kind of reducing, and that's causing a bit more ease amongst uh, producers as well as companies, which will then translate to consumers. And the second part of this, there's still a whole bunch of money sitting on the sidelines of consumers and corporations that are ready to spend. So this might be the part of the yin-yang approach of how do we reduce the risk of of inflation but still have the economy moving forward. So I'm curious to know what this might mean for 
everyday Albertans, as I said off the top, because here's the thing, we know during the pandemic that I think that there was two very different groups. We know that there were people who uh, really struggled, have really struggled, and are really struggling. Um, you know, lost their jobs, the, the impact from, you know, shutdowns, reopening shutdowns. And then there were folks who were able to continue to work, but who maybe, you know, they weren't traveling, they weren't doing this, they weren't doing that. Maybe sitting on a bit of a nest egg. By leaving this at 0.25% and saying, hey, you know what, down here, we're telling you, it's you know maybe three months down the road, prepare yourself, like brace yourself, Martha. What, what does this mean for Albertans? What, what do people need to realize and understand about what's coming? I think this is one gift that Albertans have right away. And that's the reason why I say this is a gift is because when you look at us comparisons to the rest of the country, Albertans in aggregate have higher debt levels. They have more unsecured debt. And so part of that problem is that as interest rates rise, you're going to be paying more. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. A $700,000 home on average in the country, if you put uh, 10% down on a 25-year amortization using a 1.5% interest rate, you're paying about $2,800 to $2,900 a month in interest. If, uh, sorry, in, in mortgage payments. Mm-hmm. If you increase that by 1% to 1.5 percentage points, you're now going to pay $4,000. So where's that money going to come from? Mm. you got to cut somewhere else. So we've got a warning. Interest rates are going up. Get your finances in order. Get the right advice. Speak to your advisors. Speak to your financial institutions. If you're in the camp where you are very tight with your money, you don't have a lot of freedom to you know sit back and watch this thing turn around, you got to do some activity now. Start reviewing your budget. Start looking at where you can make some cuts. Look at where you can save consolidation loans to cut down that debt or maybe reduce some of your spending or maybe look at ways you can make more income. I think my industry does a great job at talking about expense control. Very little talk about how to make more money out there. I think that's a focus that Albertans can look at as well. You know, that's interesting because uh, some colleagues and I were talking earlier today just in a meeting about side gigs, those things that people are doing on the side and becoming really, really quite popular. You know what, Faisal, I want to thank you very much for joining me. Uh, Some great advice, some great information and uh, understandable, which is always much appreciated. Thanks for this. Great. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, take care. Faisal Carmali joining us, Senior Wealth Advisor and Portfolio Manager, Investment Advisor with CIBC Wood Gundy, uh, Gundy of course, on, on CHQR. You know him and Dave Popowich as uh, as the voice of your business reports. Newer voice here in Edmonton. So um, some some food for thought on that front, right? So it's kind of like a little like, hey, you know what? We're, we're pumping the brake. We're holding steady right now. Whether that's, you know, right or wrong, I mean, I guess that's debatable. But now we know that it's coming. They're saying probably likely in what, uh, in May, right? Or sorry, in March. Um, so you've got a couple of months to get that in order. So my question for you this afternoon is... What are you doing? What have you been doing? You know, Faisal talked about, you know, other ways to make money. How are you, what other ways are are you looking at making money? And how are you saving money? I think we look, you know, traditionally, we look at, uh, you know, uh, coupon cutting, we're looking at sales, all of that sort of stuff. But if you're doing something else, I'd love to hear from you at 780-496-0063-403-974-8255. Interesting study that came out today that suggests that the average person doesn't start to feel on top of their finances until they turn 30 years of age. 
Really? 30 on top of your finances?